This is the What Happened Today podcast, your daily history podcast that tells you what happened on this day in history. Brought to you by the Productive Leisure Network, online, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com, and on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, at ProdLeisure. I'm your host, Will Floyd, and what happened today, March 12th, in 1947, President Harry S. Truman, in a speech to a joint session of Congress, pledged United States aid to the governments of Greece and Turkey, thereby establishing the Truman Doctrine. The Truman Doctrine essentially said that governments facing a communist threat would receive material aid from America. There was some leeway in what Truman really spelled out. But largely, what he said was, America will make sure that communist influence does not spread around the globe. This would, in many ways, become the foundation for America's Cold War policy, in which America had an active military throughout the globe, fighting communism almost anywhere it found it. In addition to this, there would be many covert operations by the CIA and the FBI and many other counterintelligence groups seeking out communist influence. In fact, many dictators throughout the world were propped up by America. But that all laid in the future on March 12, 1947, when President Truman addressed Congress. And in fact, he was quite careful in what he was trying to say America would do. The key phrasing came at the end of his 18-minute speech when Truman noted, I believe that it must be the policy of the United States to support free peoples who are resisting attempted subjugation by armed minorities or by outside pressures. I believe that we must assist free peoples to work out their own destinies in their own way. I believe that our help should be primarily through economic and financial aid, which is essential to economic stability and orderly political processes. There was a lot buried in those three sentences, and it reflected a changing understanding of the world, as America was still trying to figure out what a post-World War II international scene looked like. However, already by March of 1947, less than two years after the end of World War II and the fall of Nazi Germany, what was clear was that the world was being carved up into two pieces. Using many of their gains along the Eastern Front at the end of World War II, the Soviet Union had created a brand new sphere of influence that now spread all the way to what had been Germany, which was readily being split up into West and East Germany. That became the line between East and West in the way the world was now divided between the Soviet sphere of influence and, largely speaking, the American sphere of influence. But the Soviets, ruled by an authoritarian regime led by the Communist Party and, in particular, leader Joseph Stalin, had a little more obvious sway. Additionally, they were connected to communist parties throughout the world. And so those armed insurrectionists fomenting trouble were actually easy in some way to connect, if not directly to Joseph Stalin, at least to people connected to the Soviet party and its international structure. And so the Truman Doctrine was in response to really this kind of influence, but more specifically, it was in response to a civil war in Greece. During World War II, Greece turned out to be a place of fierce fighting. Not so much between a lot of international troops, but between a somewhat Axis-aligned government and a somewhat Allied-aligned government who both claimed different rights. And then communist insurrection began to take hold once the Axis was defeated. This was in late 1944. The war was not yet over, but the Americans and the British and the French were rolling through the Western Front, 
the Soviets were taking the Red Army throughout the Eastern Front, and many people were not focused on the Balkans. But there, what was known as the National Liberation Front, in Greek, Ethnico Apelephthetotico Matopo, which was largely identified with the Communist Party of Greece, was having immense success. Officially, there was a pact between Winston Churchill, Prime Minister of Britain, and Joseph Stalin that Stalin would not influence various parties. However, through his ally, Joseph Broz Tito, who was in charge in Yugoslavia, also a country that had just overthrown Axis rule, the Communist Party was infiltrating Greece. And one of their aims was to overthrow King George II, who had actually been overthrown before in a civil war in 1924 and had seen his father deposed. But King George largely wanted to be allied with the West. The Bolsheviks, after all, were not very kind to monarchs. And then as these Cold War tensions were simmering and there were problems on the ground about whether to keep the king and what kind of nation Greece might be, there became a problem with Greece's direct neighbor, Turkey. Turkey and Greece had fought wars before. There had been constant tension, but now they found themselves in a similar position. Turkey had remained neutral during World War II. After overthrowing the Ottoman Empire in a series of reforms in the 20s, largely due to the Ottoman Empire's severe losses in World War I, the Turkish Republic decided to avoid being in another world war. However, the Cold War would not necessarily allow this kind of neutrality. For one thing, Turkey spanned the Dardanelles and the Bosphorus Strait, essentially the access point from the Mediterranean, and more specifically the Aegean Sea, into the Black Sea, where most of Russia's year-round ports were, meaning that the Soviet Union had but one access point directly on Soviet land to send out trade and also possibly naval ships. And so it looked like the communist sphere of influence would spread to Greece and Turkey, which would create a lot of problems for Truman. There were some worries, despite America's great success in World War II, that the long-standing isolationist wing of the Republican Party would rear its head, and that the Republican-controlled Senate and House would not approve a brand new foreign policy by the Democratic president, Harry Truman. Working behind the scenes with the Secretary of State, George Marshall, and the Undersecretary of State, Dean Acheson, Truman began to talk about the idea of containment. This idea actually was to another lower-level person in the State Department, George Kennan. Kennan came up with the idea of containment as basically saying, keep communism where it is. Don't let it spread. This would lead later to the idea of the domino theory, that essentially, once one state falls to communism, the one next door will fall as well. Therefore, that first domino could not fall. And that's really the idea of the Truman Doctrine, which was spelled out only after Truman and Marshall and Acheson had convinced Senate Republican leadership, most notably the Republican leader, Arthur Vandenberg of Michigan, that in fact, the United States needed to support Turkey and Greece. As Truman actually addressed Congress, he noted that the United States received an urgent appeal for financial and economic assistance from Greece. That in fact, the Greek government was coming to America for aid. America had a new place in the world. And then he went over the fact that Greece had never been a resource-rich country in modern times and was then ravaged by the Axis war effort. Meanwhile, communist insurrectionists were coming in. And he noted that facing the situation, 
the non-communist Greek government, had but one friend in the world, and that was the United States of America. He, in fact, specifically noted that Great Britain, who had been helping Greece forever, could not do this after March 31st of the year, just about three weeks later. And Truman was actually remarkably upfront in talking about the problems with supporting Greece. That, in fact, the democracy found in Greece wasn't perfect democracy, but that it was largely fair, that, in fact, it was better than the alternatives, and that there were no other choices. Then Truman came to Turkey. Once again, he noted that Turkey could only come to the United States. And then he kind of described why the United Nations could not really help out here. The United Nations also contained communist countries, most notably the Soviet Union. But all of that is what led to Truman's final statements, that in fact, the policy of the United States must be that it would support people trying to keep their own governments, as he phrased it. What he really wanted was $400 million to support Greece and Turkey. And this is where the initial gasp of the Truman Doctrine was so strange. Very specifically, Truman did not ask to send the military to the Mediterranean to help out Greece and Turkey. President Truman did not want to get into another war, but he wanted to make sure that a revolution did not happen and that a communist government was not put in place in either Greece or Turkey. Largely, the Truman Doctrine would become the main thought about the Cold War. And the specifics of what was happening in Greece and Turkey can be seen as something that would presage it. If you have to help out Greece and Turkey with financial assistance, what happens when nations all over the globe start needing it? Similarly, what makes you stop at economic assistance? From the perspective of the 21st century, where America got into wars in Korea and Vietnam, assisted anti-communist governments in Latin America while turning a blind eye to human rights abuses, this can be a straight line. However, what Truman said was, we want to ensure democracy and we have the ability to do it. In fact, America was the only country that was willing and able at the time. So only America could ensure democracy for people. But also importantly, this happened in March of 1947. The Nuremberg trials, which put Nazi war criminals on trial for their crimes against humanity, were not finished. Neither were the Tokyo war crimes trials. The full assessment of what exactly was shaking out economically from World War II was completely unclear throughout Europe. Simply trying to get things under control was the main foreign policy goal in 1947. And that is what Truman is trying to do with the Truman Doctrine. It might have set America on its course for the Cold War. The Cold War, which wasn't even really named yet, not in the popular imagination certainly, was still evolving. And what President Truman knew was that something had to be done to help out Greece and Turkey. Notably, the communists never took over either country. So in one sense, the Truman Doctrine in its initial form worked. Of course, it would lead to other problems in Truman's own presidency, but that all lay in the future. Not when President Harry S. Truman addressed a joint session of Congress and spelled out in order to defend Greece and Turkey from communist aggression, what became known as the Truman Doctrine, which is what happened today, March 12th in 1947. That will do it for today's episode, but as always, please check back in tomorrow for a brand new episode because we are a daily history podcast and we will put out an episode each and every day. You can also find every single one of our episodes on our website, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us for updates on everything to do with the Productive Leisure Network on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter 
at Prod Leisure. Thank you for listening and see you tomorrow.